Hello and welcome to the Captain's Table, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Paul Berserker01, Batman Shelley, your humble host and space bartender here at the Astro Pub. Your space bartender, Twitch. Uh, Captain's Table, bring people from all over the Star Citizen universe to talk Star Citizen. You, two faces you haven't seen in, I think, a year now? It's been, it's been about a year for me, at least. Yeah. yeah. For Even, even though that. I, 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 I feel bad. Because Buster, whenever, whenever I, whenever I'm like, oh yeah, I should schedule something, and then Buster comes in like two weeks later, like Paul, why didn't I get an invite? I'm like, oh, because I forgot. <laughs> I keep forgetting. So oh, I, the I, I feel bad. The yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see more Buster. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm, I'm going to uh, have Buster go for the record of a, the HG Vertigo record and and try to be on the most pod uh, captain stables in a year. Isn't HG Vertigo like on every single podcast? I was about to say like <laughs> yeah. he's like on like every other week. Every other week. <laughs> it's impossible. Uh, all right. Well, uh, and and, and uh, I don't know. I think I told y'all, but I'll also tell the chat this. This I've decided that. I am going to be doing a 24-hour captain's table because people have asked me to do it. It's going to be for charity. It's going to be for St. Jude. And it's going to be um, and it's going to be on the Sunday after Cap after CitizenCon. So we'll start that morning and then we'll go until Monday morning. So I have to take that day off. But uh, like, yeah, so. I'll wow. do a whole okay. section of it with you, like where it's just about me bitching about shit that makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we'd Buster's have a rolling bitching. We, we'll have a whole rolling section of cast and crew and stuff like that. So, uh, all right, uh, welcome, y'all. Let's let's uh, introduce our wonderful cast members over here. We have um, Admiral of the Fleet, Commander of the of of. Uh, uh, why am I blanking on the name? I know it's arms, uh, knight arms, knight something knight arms. It's it's, it's Laconian it's, arms, Laconian arms. Got it. There we go. All right. Hang on. Can you just give me two seconds? I have sure. A, I ha <laughs> what? Imperial arms. Thank you. Family has absolutely no concept of privacy or respect. I swear to goodness. <laughs> My mother is just standing there, just saying, I'm just here to look at you. I'm like, what, why? I'm on the podcast, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm just going to look at you. I'm just going to stand there and look at you. I'm just standing there, see, standing there like a ghost. I'm she like, loves you. She she loves you, Logan. Okay. Aww, it's just, it's just... I mean, I love her too, but there is a time and place. It's <laughs> <laughs> so British. It's so good. <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny time. I love her to bits, but... Anyway, hello. How you doing? <laughs> Who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen and where can they find you? Right, my name's Logan Plays. I play a lot of Star Citizen and a lot of other variety bits and pieces. And I predominantly go and blow things up in my glorious uh, PMC company called Imperial Arms. And I'm live six days a week on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Logan Plays. Sweet. Oh, at about like 8 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. No, no, 3 p.m. EST now. We changed the time slightly. There you go. Uh, yeah, and and if you like New World, he was part of the uh, Battle for New World, so he'll be playing. Oh yes, New we did World. do that. The little, the little thing called Battle for New World, and uh, <laughs> that was that was all that was all rather fun, wasn't it? You you're part of the winning team for Battle of New World. Uh, I'd like to say, yes, uh, part of the glorious syndicate, the boys in purple, the boys and girls in purple went and led led to victory via all of the amazing broadcasters who were a part of that. It was a very fun uh, event. So yes, no, we uh, we were going to be doing a lot of. A lot of new world coming up at the end of the month, so should be fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, next we have 
the hot dog queen of Stanton herself. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, uh, um, the best Klingon in the Star Citizen universe, Miss Buster the Destroyer herself. I managed to, I found out a way to get your entire name in there, by the way. So, it, it, you it, did? It, oh, let me see. I can't see it because it's like celebrate September. Oh uh, my god, you did. It's just smaller than everybody. Yeah, I have to make it smaller in order to make it fit. Uh, <laughs> I like mine's the biggest. I just want to let everyone know. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's been said. Let's move on. <laughs> it's part of the contractual obligation coming on. on. Put my name the biggest, okay? There we go. Okay, everybody. My mine may not mine may not be like the girthiest, but it's the longest. It's the longest. <laughs> 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 anyway, my name is Buster Destroyer. I play Star Citizen sometimes on Twitch, uh, and you know I have ex. Uh, I have I, I've been a busy, busy, busy girl lately, so my streams haven't been as consistent. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, but your apology is not accepted. But things are happening, okay, and I gotta do them. Good but anyway, uh, uh, I just hit a thousand Twitter followers last night, Woo! which is pretty cool. Oh, GG. So, mm -hmm. so y'all go follow me on Twitter so that Do I it. can get 1701. What is that? And then nobody is allowed to follow what is your, me. What is your Twitter handle? Buster Destroyer. Okay. There we go. Um, I, 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 I think... See, here's here's my here's my thing. This is something I've been thinking about because I know you've been wanting to do something other than Star Citizen and been exploring other games and such like that. One of the things I was like, hmm, I'm interested in getting to Final Fantasy four, uh, 14 like everybody else, or 16, I think. What, what What's the, the MMO again? It's the Final Fantasy MMO that everyone's been playing. Logan, you play 14. Played 14. Because yes. uh, everyone else has been getting into it. And I'm like... I don't like I, anime. Maybe I could drag Buster in. To this. Oh 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 oh! It's 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 very it's very Final Fantasy. It's very Japanese, but it's an extremely good MMO. Yeah. Oh oh, there there is something about those Final Fantasy games that just is like woof to me. <laughs> I don't you know I can play Nintendo games all day. I love I love Japanese games, but there there is just something else with Final. Like I can't wrap my head head around it very much. Then I right, suggest maybe. we put a musket in your in your hands and send you out to go and gather hemp in the new world at the end of the month. Oh my That's god! Gotta get that hemp. I I did you play New World Buster? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. I played. I was not very good, but I have fun. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I was really. I like to gather stuff more than I like to do anything else. I am terrible at New World. I still enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, you know, we all know. What's the definition of good and bad at New Worlds? It's all well, everything's useful. Yeah, that's pretty fair. much. That's what I love about it, and we're not going to turn this into a New World podcast because it will very easily do yeah. so with with the yes. beta coming. Sorry out. about that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes MMOs like can really overwhelm me when there's just a lot of people around me. Yeah. Like in real life, no. Uh, <laughs> in real life, actually, that doesn't bother me at all most of the time, unless I, it's a grocery store. I've met you in person. Can is is can confirm. Um, you, you are a social butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody so. talks to Buster. Everybody sits next to Buster at the at the German place in San Antonio. Everybody takes their turn. And then we wonder if that woman died or not. We'll never know. We'll never know. Was was it you and me and Jake yeah. and the, remember? Yeah. Oh my God! The lady. The lady. <laughs> we don't know what why yeah, she was, was on that screen. It was you. Me, Jake, and uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 I know his name. It's not Dovrak. 
Dovac. It starts with a D. Dovac. Dovac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dovac. Yeah. yeah. And and Dovac. And yeah, that was, that was quick explanation chat. We were at Torchy's Tacos. There was like music playing on one of those channels that just like plays like random mixes. And there was just this prolonged, like this picture that was on it the whole time of just this like really good looking blonde woman. And then finally I just looked over there. I said, guys, did she die? Is this like a <laughs> memorial that we didn't know about? <laughs> like, like they're just like playing this music. Anyways. And we're getting progressively drunker. And we're, we're like, we're like, who is this woman? Why we're eating, we're eating, I think it was tacos, right? It was torches. Yeah, it was torches tacos. Yeah, we were uh, eating torches. Captain Richard, who loves that. And yeah. we were actually going there to hang out. Like, we were like, oh, Captain Richard wants to go here. Let's all just go there tonight. And he got there like an hour after we left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He's like, so dude. We just, we just got drunk screaming at this woman and eating tacos. That's, that's, that and was we took our a picture night. with her. Yes. <laughs> it was the best memories, though, aren't they? It was, it was great. <laughs> it was a good time. That was like literally the last convention I went to before the pandemic. <laughs> that was before the, before the dark times. Before yeah, the pandemic. January the dark 2020. <laughs> but anyway, I'm great and you're all great, chat. Paul, tell the people about who the hell you are. Uh, yep. They should know me, but if you don't know me, my name is Paul Bazirkero, one Batman Shelley. I do live streams every um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, uh, 9 p.m. on Thursday and Friday, and then uh, 1 p.m. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday. And then sometimes you'll see Buster on that, that stream as well with our um, The Spice Must Roll. Uh, where, where we do uh, sci-fi tabletop RPGs uh, and you can watch that on Gosh. my oh. <laughs> uh, the the alternative channel the Spice Must Roll YouTube uh, youtube.com slash the Spice Must Roll so check that yeah. out as well, watch our so. freaking games because it's the best they're fun we just did a great one shot with um, based off of the um, lower decks TV lower decks show. TV yeah. show, so it was fun. We just played like people on our on the Vasquez that are lower decks and lower decks, and it's a, it's a comedy, more of a comedy. Rio so. Padre, I love him. He's my <laughs> favorite Padre. now, other than Bob. The, the assistant to the assistant uh, ops chief operation. All right, all right. Let's get into the discussion. Uh, so. With Buster and Loken here, uh, I came up with this this topic ahead of time, and and just be forewarned until we get to CitizenCon, a lot of what we're going to talk about is going to be a little bit of um, uh, theory crafting, simply because there's just not a lot of information. So it's always good to go back and review what exists in game now and see where it would be or we'd like it to be in the near future um, to kind of gauge off of what's, what we think is important for CIG to focus on. Uh, so with this, uh, we're going to talk about fleet operations and multi-crew in general, where it is now, what are the goods, what are the bads, and where would we like to see it? So Buster, since you're the last one to introduce yourself, why don't you let us know, what do you think was, was good, bad about fleet, like group play when fleets or inside multi-crew, and where would you like it to see it? Like, what would you like to see to improve that by next year? Um... None of my dumb friends play with me anymore. So fuck you guys. I don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, I I mean I am into some of the what the stuff that's been implemented. But again, I literally, to be honest, like I literally have had so little experience with what is in game at the moment because I really just haven't had people to do it with. <laughs> okay. So where, where would you what would you like to see in game to to help encourage you people like you and other people to get more into fleet operations or into and that's that's probably the better question because I tend to fly solo a lot 
and mm-hmm. it's not just like sometimes you know it's kind of a streamer content creator thing because sometimes people have a tendency to just talk over me a lot oh yeah it happens and, to me too. yeah it happens to all of us it's it's not just a specific buster thing right yeah. it happens to so many and and so you really have to be like really it's it's a thing but anyway i don't want to get into that but uh i think the thing that i want to see more of oh like it are things like how in Zeno threat you have that opportunity to just kind of pick up and play with people a lot like with the boxes i think that's such a good like random people just help each other kind of thing um i mean you know there's always those things that we want to see like we want to see a star trek bridge right like we want somebody a community like we want people to have each individual things they are in charge of yeah you know like so- oh this person's modulating shields this person's Da, da, da. And I know some of that's kind of in right now. I don't remember everything that's in. But so, I don't know. Just more opportunity, like more emergent gameplay opportunity through those tools, I guess, is the best answer I have. So like more more like uh, crew roles in, on like big sh- bigger ships? More specific crew roles? Yeah, that, that for sure. Because like, you know, I would like to be able to like have somebody I would really like if I was pilot, like if I was kind of playing the captain of a bridge like I would like to be able to get in game and say okay everybody let's do these roles and I'll be captain or you'll be captain or whatever and like literally people like fall in line into that stuff like people actually role play the 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 positions they're in that way there's like not a bunch of banter over comms it's like like it's kind of more in character it's kind of more focused like oh our shields are down by 20 percent, you know just that way that star trek works you know oh captain you know i kind of she cannot take it anymore stop stop fucking up the ship um and things like that i just i want like more tools to sort of report that or to, okay. to make those reports to somebody in charge for sure and i know that's kind of part of the plan right that's yeah. kind of some of the idea that's why we're going to have the various things. Like we're going to have like data gathering. So that could probably like, or the data stuff. So that could really be a communications officer, blah, 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 whatever. But just that active group of people that are sitting in the same room in game, making stuff happen together. Um, I, I mean, I agree. I think, I think I'm going to kind of bounce off of your ideas with when, when I'm, when I'm talking as well, because I think a lot of that is what I, I agree as well. Uh, Loken, your thoughts currently on current goods and bads, and then what would you like to see uh, it, like, like so, this time next year? Yeah, no, that's a good question, actually. It's one I've been pondering for a little bit now. Uh, and so obviously I've been sitting here trying to think how best to word it. Um, right, so let's talk about what's currently going on and what's good. So at the moment, I am definitely a fan of the fact that, I don't know, this is a few, uh, this is a few patches ago now, but they integrated the ability to, you know, see friend lists and all the rest of that business and easily yank people in and out of parties in, in, in world now. Uh, I think they've done some good UI updates to make it a little bit more obvious to see where people physically are, like the, uh, the new icon system they brought in during 3.14's uh, early implementation. Uh, that allows you to see in a little bit more detail where people are. Uh, obviously, I feel that the turret gameplay that's been improved for the Lancer cruise ships has been made a huge difference to the use case and the optimal use case for these larger vessels, right? Because obviously, before this major, these sort of these couple of major patches that have come out, three thirteen and fourteen, that have really fundamentally changed 
combat from the ground up, but also I think it was 313, so I could be mistaken, that brought up the new turret changes. Mm -hmm. um, it has made the ships much more usable. Uh, so I can get, you know, crewmen into the Carrick or into the Hammerhead, get them into, into roles and say, focus fire on X, Y, and Z target. And they've got the tools they need to actually be able to not only do that, but actually effectively be useful in the field and feel like they're doing something as well. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's all well and good getting people together as a crew, but, and, you know, doing the whole herd the cats thing for two hours, but if they don't feel as though they're, they're getting something from that combat experience, then they're just going to go and play it by themselves, aren't they? They'll go and grab their, you know, their super hornet or the, they add their arrow and just play by themselves. But, you know, I, I like the fact that they've done a lot to try and improve the multi-crew aspects side of uh, the ships. And that I think is helping in a small way, at least with the fleet combat style of, of, um, of, of combat in, in general. I've got a bit of a bad throat, so I have to Sorry. mute myself. Um, what else do I like? I mean, it, it's, it still feels early days and rudimentary, though, I have to be honest with you. you know, the, for the most part, the single-player core combat experience is fairly good these days. Ultimately, you know, people are going to argue about the current weapons balance changes they're making. That is out for the jury to judge and ultimately will be adjusted as we go through. It's an alpha for a reason, right? But um, with regards to the multiplayer, so sort the of multi-crew aspect, and also fleets as a whole, I think there's a lot that can be done. I mean, it, let's 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 start with communications, for example, and uh, and distributing tactical information, right? Uh, so you know, in in terms of communications, right now we have the party VoIP, which sometimes works. We have the proxy comms that sometimes works, and then we've also got like the interior ship comms. But it would be really nice to see something like a, a sort of a hierarchical comm system being integrated into a ship, for example, or a fleet, for example, to say, you know, fleet comm leader or captain of the fleet, you know, then can talk to other captains of other ships and give them relay information who can then talk to their own crews and relay information. Now, I don't know if we'll ever see something like that in game, but that kind of level of ability to be able to distribute commands to a large fleet group, especially when the server size increases and we have more players and more people, we're not working with, you know, maybe 10 or 15 buddies, but it might be hundreds of people in, you know, multiple vessels. That would be a very, very nice system to have. You know, well, maybe and it, some and it, of that's like visual communication too. Like you're yeah. talking about how it's like a little hard to do like some of that hierarchy. But maybe it's like when you're at red alert, so to speak, like you, your whole fleet is alerted in, in a specific or like how you can pick a target as like a, as a pilot and, and focus. Maybe there's like ways to, to sort of like, that would be cool if you could integrate that into a fleet action is like, you know, the captain or the leader alpha. highlights the target yeah. and everybody knows like, hey, fire's here or they highlight a series of targets and assign ships based on what targets they want them to go for. Sorry, I was trying to, I just, I just like saw what you were talking about. It's, yeah, it's, a it's fine. It's, it's the truth of it as well. You know, sorry, Paul, do you want to add no, to that? No, you're good. You're good. Um, so going, go, you know, I'm pushing forward through that particular point that Buster was making and I, I agree with what she's saying, you know, being able to read that information both from a, a text point of view as well. So having a chat system that would allow you to do that, but also... Uh, I feel that I, I'm starting to get to the point now where, you know, if I run with a crew of 15, you know, 20 people, I've got maybe a Carrick and a Hammerhead and a couple of fighter escorts. I am now wanting my fighters to focus on soft targets like other fighters. I want my Hammerhead to go and focus on something else. And I want the Carrick to hang back a bit and command everything. And sometimes I'm finding it extremely difficult to be able to actually relay a, 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 a more complex series of fleet orders. 
you know, to even in a small scale fleet with four ships, it's still kind of complicated. I still just I'm relying more upon my fighters to do what they need to do. I'm just telling them, go shoot people. I just just go go shoot fighters. You know, the hammerhead, focus on support, you know? And that's it. Whereas I'd like to say, and ultimately what I'm getting at is here, a command style vessel, again, a carrot can technically do this with their big uh, dais the in the globe. center of the, yeah. of the bridge, the hollow the grid. I want to be able to bring up, uh, I don't know if any of you have seen the game Carry Command 2. It's a new yes. Microprose game that brought out. They have a really, really freaking awesome system for designating orders with a massive hollow map. And they can base, everyone can see those orders and see where I want to go, block courses, or say these are targets of priority. I want to be able to do that. I want to say, okay, we're pushing into this area. You know, fighters, head over to quadrant X, Y, or Z. You know, focus your uh, your fire on that area. Hammerhead, I want you to focus on the engines of the Idris and actually have the like the ability to point at the Idris target paint, paint the engines, and there's that it's like target one. I know you can sort of do that now, but in the more, I mean, you can so you can put like target one, two, three, and four, which is great to see. But I'd like to do that in a more streamlined way, right? And then to, to be able to just give give the information to the rest of the fleet and allow them to execute their orders. You know, that kind of level of tactical management would be nice. Now, again, I don't know how viable that is in a in a large-scale, real-time yeah. game like Star Citizen, but these are more wishes with likes rather than, like, cool. you know, what is practical. I, I also, I, th I think that's practical, though. I do think that that's something that would need to be, because I think at the end of the day, you're dealing with as an exponential problem. As the size of fleets goes up, as organizations are able to work together, they're going to have to be able to accomplish a goal. And without the proper in-game tools, people will look for tools that they're going to use. And now you don't have, CIG doesn't have the control of those tools and it can become a, uh, a logistical problem where, yeah. you know. And logistics it, is a massive thing. I mean, you know, as we go into different systems, as we start to get away from, you know, a nice comfy system like Stanton into something like Pyro or Nix or whatever, you know, we're going to be in a situation where we might have a large-scale fleet with, uh, I don't know, an Idris at its head and several support vessels. They're going to need ammunition. They're going to need fuel. They're going to need repairs. They're going to need a logistician core to basically keep those guys' field operations going, right? So you're going to be able mm. to ha need that ability to work in that larger scale, the sort of the small, this larger, you know, macro game, meta game, whatever you want to call it, you know, rather and and effectively you might end up seeing you know a command ship just kind of sitting back and not really engaging too much just giving and pushing orders to different people you know that mm. might very well be the case and ultimately i'd love to have that capability in sc all in built you know if i can keep my comms in sc and i don't have to use something like ts or gilded or whatever you know if i can keep all of that tactical information in the game so i know that everybody in my fleet who is playing has access to it. i don't have to go and Get them into join gilded and get your roles and perms done blah 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 it's just in there right mm -hmm. it'll be it'll be wonderful so that's from a from an orders and sort of tactical point of view um in regards to ta uh, target data uh i think there's something that's a little bit smaller going back to an individual multi-crew ship is i believe that the compass that's currently available implemented that the pilot can see so for example say i've been i've been running a hammerhead just recently and i've been saying okay focus target 270 you know 12 o'clock of the ship right mm -hmm. the 270 on the compass isn't accurate to the other turrets they all have their own individual compasses inside with their own directions so i've been saying focus 270 focus 310 and like where where yeah. is this guy so just 
harmonizing everything so that if I'm pushing orders to people, even inside my own ship, that they're all getting the same tactical information I've got, you know, would be really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, again, sort of, I, I get, I'm just looking at the, the questions you put, you put in sort of the, the, the ideas and just thinking to myself, well, again, you know, comms, link, link scanners. Yeah. You know, linking yeah. our tactical data together, you know, allowing me to maybe, you know, what would be really nice is if I, if I take a fleet comm, you know scenario if i take the the the, the 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 head of a fleet i can see what the other ships in my fleet are targeting you know so mm -hmm. i can see that you know let's just say you know astro's cutlass is currently targeting enemy cutlass and buster's character's blowing something up at least i know what's going on then you know just more information i need as a fleet commander more information coming to me at any one given time so i have more opportunity to see the larger battlefield and then push orders out e effectively and that would then lead into Buster's, hopefully, lead into Buster's sort of suggestion of, you know, then people can start taking the roles on the bridge and other bits and pieces, and they can start, you know, going, okay, shields are down 20%, you know, all this business. It all just sort of, like I said, it's one of these areas right now that needs more fleshing out. You know, there's a lot of fleshing out to do, I feel. And uh, that's where I'm at with it at the moment, I think. Okay. Uh, I, I mostly agree with everything you said. <laughs> I, I think... <laughs> I, I think pretty much you said everything I was going to say. Um, the, the big thing I would say is like the, the good things right now is it is super easy to get people together in a group. If you yes. pull, pull yeah. people as a friend and just throw them in together, it's it's a lot easier than it was a year ago. It is so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, it's still got its problems. And I think the biggest problem that CIG is facing, and I think this is something that they could do in the next year, is comms. Fleet comms are, uh, are tier, tiered comms. Someone who is the captain of a ship, someone who is the officers of the ship, and people who are crewmen, or just permissions. You don't even have to say it like that. Just tier tier five to tier one, and just however many tiers you want to. And tier five is the high highest tier that has all of the the permissions, and then you get down to tier one, who doesn't have, who can just listen and talk in local, but they can't talk over. Um, and what you know. if what if part of like hacking gameplay became that you could hack into another system's comms to like oh use my. to listen to them? <sighs> as Dude, much as that would as, be so meta. <laughs> I, I would love that, but at the same time, I also it also like drive people off of that would the in-game comms. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they would they would go out to TS or or gilded at yeah. that point. And and I think that's the big thing is like you, CIG wants to to encourage people to talk in game because if people talk in game, then they're more likely to talk to each other just randomly. Which, inc which increases um, people playing together as a whole, just random randos picking up and playing with one another. And so to do that, they need to give us the tools to have the people who are already organized to be able to organize those things. So I think a tiered communications system is important, just straight mm. off the bat. For, for party systems but, but I don't think as a community we really deserve that level of like of communication system until we are in we are assured of ourselves that people that will be using that communication system are behaving themselves. That is true. That's one hundred percent true. <laughs> um, uh, that would that would be the other thing is 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 you, we need some sort of moderation ability as well for, yeah. for these operations. Yes. Because I mean, people talk about that like especially with like like global chat just with yeah. text, but like. Yeah, like yeah. I've told you about how I've had people say some really crappy things to me over comms, and I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah, okay. I, not just not just you. I think I think everyone has experienced a little bit of I know. It, but yeah, oh yeah, but yeah, 100%. but yes, I know, I know what you mean, and yeah. uh, but but I think that also would help that a tiered system because if you're in a tiered system and someone sneaks on board and is trying to be a little shit brain, 
they don't have the comms. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of police it. They won't necessarily have like love, like be able to see, hear command comms, yeah. like top tier command comms, and things like that. So I agree. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just also like, uh. if there's, <laughs> the, the, you're seeing the darker side that could, that it could easily like weasel it into it. But. Like as much as I want like better comms and all that kind of stuff in the game, because I think that's really a really good thing. I, I'm also like. We kind of have some things that we need to take care of first, okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I I also think that the the what what Buster and Logan, which you're both talking about, would be a good idea. Like being able to feed information back and forth from these various yeah. vessels. There are ships who have sole whose sole job is essentially scanning, and they have no purpose in the game right now. I know they're exactly. planning on working on it yeah. in the future. But like it would be, it would be so nice to see those scanning vessels be able to go ahead of a, of a, of a, you know, like a terrapin, for example, go yeah. ahead of a, of a fleet and literally, you know, scan ahead of my fleet that's hanging back maybe ne in the next, you know, somewhere else, and I get that's fed the information theory, from them. Yeah. They ping up targets saying, okay, so and it, so this is just like a PVP thing, right? Maybe yeah. I'm going up against a different corp. Okay, we see enemy command ship here. Da, 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 they don't see us yet. I'm gonna round back now. I've got that target information there, latest from like five minutes ago. Right, then we can just go in and make our plans accordingly. That needs to be a thing, it yeah. desperately. And also, <laughs> like, like for the home front stuff, right? Like one of the things, like you know, you want to be able to like go, go to these new worlds and check them out, make sure they would be appropriate for colonies. So you yes. have to send scanning ships out ahead just to scout, not necessarily like for a combat thing, but just to yeah. like, okay, yeah, like there's nobody. There's no, like, you know, there's nobody here, and this is, like, a really good, like, area for a settlement or whatever. Yeah. yeah or, or, yeah. or we need, we need, we need fuel. Let's go out, let's send our scanning ships out to see if they have quantanium like, deposits in this, in this, this asteroid yes. field so that yes. we can then refine Instead it into having fuel. our fleet go waste their gas, yeah. 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 It's, it's, and I think, I think that's, it, that, that is probably, the comms is important to be able to tier that to encourage people, but I think what's essential is communications between ships in terms of like information passing back and forth between ships mm -hmm. i feel maybe like that is good maybe the anti-communications gameplay in that case wouldn't be necessarily hacking to listen but like taking out towers yeah disrupting out taking disrupting out relays that, that, that relay system so it's, it's harder mm -hmm. for you to, to get that information back and forth that would be a lot more interesting i think yeah that would very, be very a fun cool. that would be fun to like strand somebody like communications wise and then like that would be a really cool pirate tactic yeah, like you you know there's a terrapin coming here. You see a terrapin, you know they're gonna be there's a fleet following terrapin. it. So you're just like, yeah, the turtle. I was telling the, somebody about the happy little terrapin the other day, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. trying to remember <laughs> what the ship was. I'm like, it's this cutest little ship. It looks like a little turtle. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh goodness. But, but, Shout out to the person who makes that. But but yeah, the 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 terrapin. Um, the Terrapin, you know, goes out in front of a, a fleet and a pirate and knows that there's, there's a fleet coming coming through. So they wait for the Terrapin to come out. Then they jam the signal. And then suddenly the, the Terrapin's surrounded and alone and the, the fleet doesn't know where it is. And there's nobody that they can't, they can't catch up to. You know, that kind of counter yeah. gameplay is interesting as well with hacking coming mm -hmm. in in the near future. That's, I think that's very important. Again, I don't think, and yeah. I don't think any of this is impossible. And I think in some cases, like the communications back and forth between the ships is required for the game at some point. And I would I say, so. and I would say that yeah. I, that was what I'd like to see. I'd like to see yeah, something like sure. that, at least in its initial implementation um, by citizen con of next year. So this is, it's going to become more and more of a prevalent issue as they start to increase server cap. You know, it mm -hmm. will become a very real issue very quickly. 
you know um even now like i was saying earlier we've got problems with communications in just small groups let alone you know 200 300 more people on a server and you know however many time you know uh, months or years time it takes so yeah it would be lovely to see this focused on as maybe not as a matter of priority at, at the moment but definitely making yeah, moves why? to make it reality yeah yeah i think i think it's a i think it's a sooner re requirement than it is sooner rather than later for sure yeah I, end of next year the year after that sometime sometime because because a lot of the pieces are already starting to fall into place with like server meshing coming in place um what was the the other ones? Uh, long range probing and scanning coming into place. Physicalized quantum quantum travel are coming in. A lot of these things That's are true. coming in in the near future, in like the next year or so. So it's I, like I almost feel as though it's maybe been put by the wayside just for the moment, just looking at the other building blocks in place, then they can start yeah. building on a system to work in that fashion. That's the way that they've traditionally worked in the past. So yeah. you know, yeah. it would make sense. Um, all right. I think uh, good discussion. Let's let's move on to the second topic, which is um, uh, how cool are um, metal, you know, cybernetics, and how many of us want them? Uh, <laughs> I want them. They're so freaking cool. Oh my you saw god. The, just, oh just, god, the concept up blew my mind. They never cease to impress. Oh, those cybernetics were so cool. Well, but the main topic um, is going to be talking about like, our thoughts on medical, how it's shaping up right now and, and you know, goods and bads and that kind of stuff like that. So, Logan, since you, um, you <laughs> since were the last person to talk last time, girl. since you squeed, feel free to squeed and then we'll go to Dwester and then I'll go squeed. last. Yeah. I, I really, really, really like what they're doing with medical. I think it's fabulous. I think it brings a lot more danger and a lot more tactics to combat. I think it's going to be a tremendous thing to see implemented. I am deeply looking forward to it. I like the fact that ultimately, you know, you can get yourself injured. You can take a bad wound, say, to the shoulder or something. You can maybe, you know, be hit with a concussion, you know, or something happens to you that can put you in an incapacitated state. It's up to your buddies then to try and get you, drag you back to wherever he needs to be. You know, I love the fact that they're going to have a tool. I think it's a, I think it's a, 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 a multi-tool attachment to scan the actual person and it comes up with a physical skeleton showing you know oh this person has laceration here broken the arm here you know you can see it like sort of a, a cyber sort of a cyberware scan type thing and then you know you can you, if you need to get that guy up quickly so they can just hobble back to the nearest you know ship they can basically dose you up with you know space morphine or whatever you want to call it and get them back you know or drag them potentially you know i love that i think it's a really brings in a whole new aspect in gameplay and dynamic and medical gameplay as well has been such a hotly anticipated aspect of the game uh it is wonderful to see you know i dig the fact that ultimately there are going to be some a few not many but a few ships out there that are going to be able to deal with you know moderate to severe wounds you know uh you're not you know you've got the apollo uh and then you've also got like the carrick and a couple of other ships that are going to have like tier two medical beds but there's even going to be some ships that can't deal with that you got to take them to a hospital you know and then of course it brings into the, the fray the uh the idea of the you know it's, it's it's bringing us closer to the realization of death of the spaceman you know again a terminology has been thrown around since 2013 heard it a billion times been one of the core tenant pillars of star citizen and it brings us a little closer because you know you can get injured you can get it's just stuff can go wrong you get screwed up you might lose your arm and you know then maybe you get a cybernetic this time but after a while you might get so beaten up you just end up that's it mate you're done you know you your body has been so trashed 
it's that's the next generation now you know that's it I, I like the fact that um you know we're getting closer to that it's exciting it scares the crap out of me because i get very attached to my characters very attached but i think it's exciting in a good way i think it brings more value and i will i genuinely think we're gonna start to stop seeing people throw their lives quite so willingly away you know take just the, take the backspace express yeah, you the know, backspace like, oh. express or yeah. you know they're not gonna care about suicide bombing something you know mm -hmm. ramming themselves into whatever you know they're actually gonna say oh wait i can i can lose stuff here i might lose my life i'm gonna take a different route you know what i mean yeah i think it's gonna i think it's gonna fundamentally shake up gameplay uh, and I think it's going to be a really cool thing. And the cybernetics look sweet, for the record. As I said, you should <laughs> take a look at that episode. Yes. I mean, you've got, like, Terminator arms all the way up to, like, super sexy kind of, like, you know, iRobot style or freaking Deus Ex, you there know, Human Revolution, Adam Jensen style stuff, you know? They're kick-ass. There was one that was, like, titanium with, like, walnut inlaid wood. In yes. it. Oh, it was that like, was so cool. I was, it had I was gold like, inlays and stuff. It was, was so like, cool. What the? This is this is like a this is like a like a, an arm that comes out of like a out of like a, a swanky bar. You know? It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like it it's was, like a it's, it's a it's a cool. it's it's an arm that was was recycled from you know uh, millionaire mansions. You know? Yeah, literally. And it was <laughs> it was very cool. But medical gameplay is looking properly exciting, and I'm really looking forward to it. Sorry, Buster. there we go. I... There we go. Buster, your thoughts <laughs> on medical gameplay? Hey. That's my thoughts. I'm really excited, but kind of scared at the same time. Yeah. Only because it's going to change things. That's a good summarization, though. Like, of, like, exciting, but also kind of scared. Because, like, the first thing that came to mind when I saw the cybernetics was, like, oh, my God, I see every bug that's going to happen with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, have, I, I was, like, that? thinking about how, like, you're going to, like, get one, but it's just not going to be there. But your body's going to function like it's there. So you're just going to be walking around <laughs> without, like, with just a phantom leg. Or, yeah. like, or like it's going to be somehow, like, like distinct from you. <laughs> Your your active camo pack is not quite synchronized yet. We'll, we'll get that sorted in the next update. Yeah, I, I your just body saw... now has more warranty labels than your freaking electronics pot. I, I just and then like you know how like sometimes your hands in game get kind of goofy once in a while. Yeah. Like that's a bug. Like I'm just thinking about like, like all the like the contorted yeah. Yeah. like twisted metal that's gonna happen once in a while. And Do you know? uh, you know, that actually, I've just thought something would be very, very cool once in Cybernetics are implemented, but say, wear for example, you yeah, wear and tear and Cybernetics. I was literally just about to say, glitches. wear and tear is going to be the coolest part of that. Yeah, sometimes you get glitches. Sometimes, if, maybe if you get shot in the shoulder joint, your arm just doesn't work for a while. It's like, crap, I've got to go back and, you know, get the wrench out and go, eh, eh, you know. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be cool <laughs> is this, instead of, like, you know, like, sometimes you got to, like, and, you know, yeah. get your, your medic. What if, like, once in a, like, you actually, like, have, like, some kind of wrench? That's yeah. on your person. So, like, once in a while, it's like, oh, wait, your arm jammed. You gotta, like, crank uh, yeah, it. Because you've had it for, like, so long. You know, you haven't replaced it in a long time or something. Medics will have to be, like, medics and, and mechanics at the same time. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. It's like, oh, Jacob's got shot. Where did he get shot in his his, his cybernetic arm? Shit. And you're just like, fumbling to pull, I'm a, to pull. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're fumbling to pull, pull, to pull out the medi gel and then put in the, like, the repairs, the repair thing. You have to sit there just going, like, all right, I'm going to repair your arm. Just stay, stand still. I got to sit here, Jim. you know. This engine isn't turning to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's a doctor, not, not an engineer, Jim. Yeah. It, it, it could go so far, though. And you could, they, I know that CIG will take it so much further than we expect, because they always do. Yeah. They like to overachieve and then some. 
Um, yeah. But no, it'll be it'll be so exciting. The other thing I'd love to know, though, and just as again as a theoretical rather than anything else, is I wonder if you can voluntarily have cybernetic augmentations put into you. Yeah. So say, for example, you are really into combat, having subdermal armor put into you, you're a little bit tougher than you know the average Joe. You're getting very cyberpunk here, but I just I just love that to be a reality if that was to be possible. You know, it's just, there's there's so many tangent plays that could take that. Mm -hmm. it, it all connects to the medical gameplay though so now me personally like i'm gonna i'm gonna be real with y'all because this is how i see it the most too because i am not one of these people that's into like the cybery stuff like like in cyberpunk i did not like like i did not like the idea of like changing my body because i'm like bitch this is one this one's perfect like why would i want to change it but <laughs> but no like you know what i mean like <sighs> One second. Okay. Sorry, that's Jim. I think we've got a little bit of water. I think the dog's in trouble. I think the dog's in trouble. I just heard families. This. Dog. This is this is the uh, this is this is the family cat and stable. Yeah, it's yeah. the family cat and stable. <laughs> yeah. It's my it's my roommate. So she's yelling at the dog. I don't know what the dog did. I bet she pooped. I bet she pooped. She hate pooped in the other room because. <laughs> but anyway, um, but the thing, uh, like me personally, like I'm not into that stuff. Like I don't like the the look of like something that's not, that's like mechanic. Let's just just my aesthetic, right? And so to me, the status is going to be: Can I keep my limbs? Mm -hmm. Like, can I keep it together? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a good question, though. I mean, what if you're in a situation where you are, let's say, the worst case scenario happens and your arm gets shot off, right? Can you right. then, and theoretically, pick up the arm, put it into stasis, take it to a tier three medical center, it's like an orison or something, and say, "Can you reattach this to me, please?" And then I they mean, say, that, yeah, sure. "Or even limbs can get reattached in real yeah, or life." Or a new one, or like flash, like three D print you a new one or something. You know what I mean? Something on those lines. Yeah, right, like like up. limbs can be reattached in real life in the right circumstances. Yeah, right. Like yeah, I mean, this is this is and this is like nine hundred thirty years in the future. Yeah. So I would think the right circumstances are not quite at the like they're, they're a lot more lax than they would be now, so to speak. Yeah. Like if I had access to my arm after it was blown off, and like you said, put it in stasis, put it basically on some kind of like ice chamber like where or whatever or if i have a medical facility on board can i get it what yeah. buster wants is a back to tank a big one yes yes <laughs> a what a back to tank Buster. it's it's the healing What's thing that? in star wars it's, it's the nerd. blue fluid you see blue floating around him when he's got he, you know in yeah. uh empire the the, the, oh, okay. the 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 blue jizz that he he hangs out in and it, it like heals him <laughs> everywhere yeah but yeah uh, that's my thing it's like i want to be able to keep my limbs yeah. So, I mean, not and not that like I don't think the cybernetics because it's super cool. I think it's yeah. really beautiful and I I appreciate it. But me personally, like that, I would want to play the game with like, like look, like and that's another thing to think about with Death of a Space Fan is characters that are oldest in the game, right? Think about that. Your survivability, like if you really play on a regular basis and you're able to survive, your character is able to survive and has like gets minimal like. That's gonna kind of prove like status as as some kind of like good player in in a yeah. way, because you have the survivalism part down. You're not getting shot to death. You're not getting you know you, you and you're like I can imagine somebody who's had like the same character. 
for a long time in game and they play on a regular basis. Like people who just keep a character and play like once every like six months, it's not the same, right? Somebody who plays regularly. So like maybe there's going to be a ranking system based on that in some way. Like it leads to the question though: Is there going to be aging? Like, will you see oh. your character? Age? See, that would be a way to prove that your character, like the show visually, that your character is like right that they've survived yeah, right. for a while because of the mm -hmm. aging and thing but that's let's not let's let's not drag cig in and making us like age our characters we put enough on them but so, we don't so creep is enough I, as is but I, I, uh, yeah i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna be like hey cig chris, like, chris stop listening please. right now Stop listening, Chris. <laughs> Chris turn it Chris. off. Turn it off, you know, Chris. I, I turn bet around. Watched a few times. I bet he's. Watched I, he's probably a few watched times. a few of these episodes. Yeah. Uh, so, Chris, Chris, Chris Roberts. No, don't. <laughs> don't. It's fine. Well, it's art. It's, the thing is, is that he, he's already like. I remember. I remember because Chris Roberts, his big thing when Star Citizen first was was being produced, was he wanted to add wear and tear. And someone mentioned, right. well, why don't you have wear and tear to your person, kind of like your ship? And so you have to maintain it with like showers and those sorts of things. And then they, Chris yeah. was like, that's a great idea. I'm going to add that. You have so to it's wash like, your butts. So I think what's going to happen, and I think they do, they, they, I do remember them saying that you, your character will age. Like over time, your character will get, your hair will change. You can change it back if you want to. And your, um, your features will get, you know, kind of be degraded over time, but you can then take cosmetics and then replace it. But, like don't, don't make him make those I, poor people I think work. I'm going to be going and getting the space botox on a regular basis. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's it's also a it's also an interesting um, money sink for people because if they want to make their character look young forever, they can. But it's going to cost them some UBC, and then other characters, people will be like, or the blood, I, or the I blood like... of the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I bathe I bathe in the blood of of children. That's the only no, way. No, that no, 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 no. That's what you no. just said, Buster. <laughs> I meant like virgins. I just oh, okay. was saying it in a nice way. That's always like the witch trope. That's always like the witch trope. That's always like the trope yeah. with like witches and like that's why I said it like in fantasy, like that they yeah. pay, like they stay young by by taking virgins. Oh, blood. oh, but what I, this, that reminds me of another thing. Like if we can, our arms can get removed and we can carry it around with us and get it reattached. You know what's going to happen, right? Someone's going, to, arm fight. Yeah, someone's going to pick it up and then just smack each other around with it. The commander, <laughs> whoever's in charge of the arm is going like when you're, when you're RTBing and the guy's like got like the, the arm patched up and the, the medic is sitting there. And it's like, don't make me beat you to death with your own hand or just be like, oh, stop yeah. hitting yourself. No. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. You know, like over and over <laughs> and over again. You know what's going to um, happen is, is that you're going to get pissed with somebody. You're going to shoot the arm up and they say, all right, that's it. I'm going to beat you with your goddamn fist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just rip it off and you start begging him. Beating him with you the arm. That's your arm fist kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, it's like instead of a chancla, yeah. your mom pulls her arm off. <laughs> and just throws it at you. Oh. Like like that video of that kid years ago where it's like like that I saw this years ago. It was like this girl's like running from her mom, like oh, a yeah. teenage girl. And, she's and her mom throws it. the chancla and the girl's like gotta be like at least fifty yards away and mom nails her. Yeah. <laughs> like you just rip your you rip your leg off, you're hobbling on it, you throw it at the throw kid. It. For those of you who don't for the, for, the, for non Texans, um uh, uh, it, uh a chancla a chancla is a um a uh, sandal, like a, a flip flop. Sandal. It's like a flip flop. Uh, it's what they chunkla. call. It. It's what the, it's what they call uh, um, 
Um, Some people's moms take off their shoe. My mom used to do it once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so if you if you messed up and your mom took off her her shankla, you would run because she's gonna yeah. about to beat you with it. Uh, that's so <laughs> parenting, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, I get hit with yeah. the Any, Anything else you wanted to, to, to talk about with uh, the, this upcoming medical mm -hmm. systems? Good, interesting. It's cool, it's cool. fun. I just uh, a lot of people in the game, I think, would, would be really happy with a more supportive role. Yes, yes, yeah. I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, I've got a lot uh, of people at my corp who are waiting for more support-based roles, mining. You know, yeah, because some people that's that kind of stuff, like you know, you know, there's always the debate versus like you know the the PVPers and the Care Bears, but who, like there's just there's things that don't like there's just some people who they just. That's what they want to do. They want to do something to support one side or the other, whatever your side is and whatever organizations. But they just, they want to go do the gathering. You know, they want to go make yeah. the things happen for you. Yeah, sure, 100%. And I think it's a really important thing for them to be given a gameplay role or roles that allow them to do what they want to do. And obviously the, the ag like, with what you're saying, the addition of, like, organization stuff in game would even, like, greater add to those mechanics that already exist including the ones that are coming up like medical like yeah, mechanics. Sure. i just uh, i just i'm really looking forward to the changes that are going to yeah. come for it and i think it's going to really shake up combat and just generally living in the verse i think it's going to become a lot harder in some instances it's going to be i don't know that in the uh, oh gosh the stars it's alive there was it was it was saying you know it will fundamentally make some stuff harder, you know, and we respect that sometimes it's going to feel unfair because it's an alpha and bugs happen, but it's for the good and the health of the long-term game, you know, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where it, where it goes as a result of that, and I'm, you know, I can't wait to see what happens. I can't I wait to see, uh, I can't wait to get off a ship and immediately break both my legs and just fall to the floor and then just be crawling. And yeah, not die. Like, and not uh, die. Yeah, yeah. Not die. Just sitting there, just going, I can't. Oh, and then, my, and then my, my, I know my my corp individuals. They're going to look at me. They're going to laugh and walk off. No, yeah, no. I know what happen. they're going to do. I know what they're going to do. They're going to start quoting you the scene from from Revenge of the Sith. You are the chosen one. <laughs> as you're just crawling towards them, you're I'm supposed to. Go, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to say, like, like, like I said earlier, I could see so many bugs right away, like oh, when, yeah. I, when they showed this. But the, the other thing I saw was like, just when this is actually getting tested in game, just basically like Star Citizen versions of Rock Shambow happening for people to test it. Yeah, it's gonna be comedy gold. Rock Shambow. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Rochambeau? Yeah. Yeah. Where you kick each other. I don't remember kicking okay, each other. In I don't know if that's what the actual game like. I that could be totally, <laughs> but like we called it there when I was a kid. Like my brothers and all, like my brother and everybody, they called like they had a game called Rock Shimbo where they kicked each other in certain areas of their bodies and see who could take it the best. Oh like, God, yes. So it's, it's nut nut shot the game where you just you just yeah. You're just, I'm, I'm you're just, just basically it's, it's just gonna be my... like players just shooting each other in the legs and just being like, okay, how does it work? That is, <laughs> God, that is the such, that is the most Texan game I've ever heard of. Let's just get yeah, out of here and just, let, let's just, just kick each other in the nuts and see who goes down last. Yeah. Uh, the uncouth colonials over there it. kicking themselves each other in the faces <laughs> and stuff. Over here in the UK, we're debating and learning things, you know, like proper children <laughs> kicking each other and making themselves feel bad. We 
We would make a person feel bad not by kicking them, would you stern language, sir? Don't <laughs> use our vocabularium. Would make them stand in queues. Uh, stand in queues and think about their actions. God. <laughs> Polonials. Anyway. <laughs> I have to get one Britishism in, sir. We're done now. We're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I will say I'm excited about the new medical system because I think there's a couple of things that people aren't prepared for. Number one is... Um, it's going to slow games down, but it's also going to make you bring a friend. Because I, yeah. I am, I'm not a terrible player. I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm bad. I'm average. I don't know. That's up for debate. Oh god, <laughs> damn it, broken. <laughs> but, but there are better. I know people who are better first-person shooter players. People who are better pilots. People who are better just, just in general, like combat uh, oriented. So, like, if I can just be like, cool, I'll take the repair gun and the medical gel, and and. When, you know, someone goes down, I'll be the one who runs up and grabs them and pulls them back and heals them. Mostly because, I, you know, the, when they shit on me, I'm like, cool, I'm not going to save you this time. Or, like, they go down. They're like, Paul, get me. I'm like, I'm sorry. Who who sucks? Who's a bad pilot? Also, that reminds me. I'm sorry. Me who, who has the only thing that can res you right now? That's right. Praise me. Praise me. Praise the cleric. Everyone praises the cleric. <laughs> now I will lay no on hands and you will cleric. like this. You know, no one fucks that. with the white mage. All right. Uh. I, this reminds me, you know, there, there's this kind of relates to something. And I just want to mention this real quick before we get on to question questions. But mm -hmm. like your body dragging, right, comes into yeah. play with all of this. Okay. Here's the thing. I, and I'm sure people know this. Um you know, when you're like trying to get somebody out of a situation, dragging is literally the worst thing to do because mm -hmm. because of the friction caused, right? And the fr like that kind of that kinetic energy or whatever is not. It makes it harder to pull something. It makes it harder. It's like it's like when you're pulling something and you got like a rope, right? You pull in a rope and it's like on a lot of surface area. It's a lot harder to pull than if it's just free, mm -hmm. right? And um and so dragging is not a good way to carry a person. And or to get a person out of a situation quickly. So if a CIG, if you need me, okay, I will drive to Austin <laughs> and I will do the female model version of a fireman's carry. Just find me somebody that's about 165 pounds or less. <laughs> and I can I can I can I can carry that that bow over my my shoulders. You heard no, it here first, ladies and gentlemen. No I will joke, do it for you. No joke, Buster. I have known like three firemen in Austin who've told CIG, like, let me show you how to do fireman's Let me carry. show you how to do a carry properly. A medical carry. Like, like, and all three of them are, like, former military and they're current firemen. They're like, you, you just, you don't drag no, people. No, Phantom, you see, I don't want Twitch chat to be doing it because y'all gotta pay me if you want me to carry you. <laughs> y'all gotta oh pay my. me. What's, what's even, what's even, <laughs> what's even worse is, is, um, um, it's just more of a joke is that uh we i know that one of one person in cig knows how to do a fireman's carry because um disco i've seen disco lando carry people in fireman's carry multiple oh people God. in fireman's carries all, all the time <laughs> yes i would die <laughs> as, as fast card has pointed out in the chat have jared carry you because jared can do it the same time you were and i'm yeah. like oh y'all just like don't don't put that image of that beautiful, <laughs> strong man lifting me over his shoulders in my mind. Okay, don't. Listen, he, oh. has, he, has, he has fireman carried DJ Knight, <laughs> Bad, Bad News Baron, and HP Braincase through the streets of San Diego. 
All right. I know. It was, it, it was fantastic. I had there's videos of it, you know, of him. And how long did he regret that decision the next day? I don't Ooh, know. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm uh, just saying, DJ Knight is not a small chap. He is not a small man. No. <laughs> He's a lovely guy, but not a small guy. I remember when I met him, I felt like I was looking like two feet up above me. Yeah. He's, oh, he's a lovely guy, though. Fantastic dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, so overall, I think I think adding support roles is a big thing. I think that's the huge change, and I think that's yes. that's what it's, it's really pushing towards, and it's really showing that CIG is intending for people to play with groups. Not necessarily yeah. like get a big group together, but like one or two other people. Like, yeah, you can solo play, but th there's a uh, a video I did on another channel with the Info Runners um, uh, where we, we talked about the title is basically um, "It's time to find a friend or buy one." Uh, and the <laughs> being, I love that title. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's and what we meant was like you either find a friend or you find an organization or pay for someone to come along with you if you want to be solo because like well, you make some form of commitment right yeah the exactly. words, it can be a time commitment yeah because there'll be yeah, people yeah. who will be like who'll be like yeah sure i'll be your medic <laughs> you pay me some money for this for because you, you need me to go through help you with this this mission i will be back there and i will make sure you, you know, i will pump so many drugs into you that you don't know which way is up or down and you, so you can complete <laughs> that mission so if you pay me enough money. coming I, I will i will keep you up yeah 100 so I, I think that's the way that it's a good thing because I know a lot of people are very, very focused on solo play and solo play is fantastic. And that's what most people do in MMOs at a certain point. But I also understand that like CIG wants to push people together to, for yeah, one they or two want to, they up. want to everybody to go fight the dragon together, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's a lot more fun if you're fighting the dragon together and the random newbie you pulled off the, the, um, off the waiting list is the, uh, happens to be one of the best clerics in the game. And you didn't know that, but now you have you know the best cleric in the game to come come back to you and, and buff you, or the the best uh, the best rogue or whatever. You know you, the the people who you don't expect, and suddenly you're like, wow, you're really good at this. You're my friend now, you know, because <laughs> you play this game a lot. Enough friendships are made. Exactly. So. I mean, how many of us? And how many of us in chat? Type a one in chat if one of like your long uh, if your long term friends in life has been somebody you kind of randomly met in an MMO. Just a Does one. Twitch Just... counts. Yeah, I'd say Twitch counts. Because I'm on a podcast with with uh, with, with two of them right now. So mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean it's it's just one of those big things, you know. <laughs> You're being rescued. Please do not resist. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. Bam yeah. You're being rescued. Please do not resist. Yeah. Oh, Rogue One was such a wonderful music, uh, movie. I loved it. Yeah, BBS does count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's the point. It's like we, we, a lot right. of us have met friends through those things. And I know a lot of people are afraid that Star Citizen is moving more towards group play than solo play and people are getting angry about it. It's like, but it's not really that you have to know people who play all the time or that kind of stuff, but just like going to somebody and like, hey, I'll pay you some UEC if you'd come with me to this mission works, you know? It, yeah. Like, like, you know, and, and now suddenly... Yeah, yeah, being a mercs. Or, or, or even just finding Ooh. an organization of people. Ooh. Like, oh, so. did I mind the neck pop? I heard that neck pop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All it right. I, 
I, I think uh, I think that's a good solid discussion we had there. Uh, we're going to move on to the question and answers session. So if you have any questions, feel free to put them in the chat. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this in the podcast land, make sure that you like, subscribe th to this video. Make sure you're following the social medias of both Buster the Destroyer and Loken Place. Make sure you're watching them as well. So uh, following them, subscribe to them, doing all of the wonderful social media things. And if you're listening to this in the podcast land, make sure that you leave a review and a rating. It helps us a lot. It helps pr promote this a little bit more. Um, yeah. Like I say, and now a word time. from our sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow. <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends. Um, it's not a podcast without a stupid sponsor, is it? <laughs> no. Ah, uh, gosh. The, I, I've been doing this for five Don't years. Don't you be saying I've, anything in those YouTube comments you wouldn't say in front of your mama. Exactly. Exactly. Because we're going to make fun of you if you do. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter. Be nice I, YouTube comments. I, 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 I love YouTube comments because um, whenever the, the really dumb, shitty ones come out there, they're great content for me to put on Twitter. It's just like, look at this idiot. This idiot thought this was a good thing to put on the internet. Um, I never, I'm never angry about it. I'm always just more like, like cool, I'm going to turn you into content. <laughs> if you're going to be a little awesome. shitbag on my, on my video. Yeah, if you're going to be a little shitbag on my video, you're going to turn into, I'm turning you into content. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, and, and, and if, your own risk. If you're watching this live, stick around. We're gonna be moving right into the question and answers. If you're watching this on YouTube, we will be. Um, it'll this will be put up the next day. So uh, you know, it'll, you'll see the question and answer shortly. And like I say every time, hope to see you someday in the black. <laughs>